Hi, welcome to NC. Yeah, Globe Studios podcast. Yes, awesome. And wait, coming from last week's episode, madaming nagalit kasi. Why? And daming hindi na include daw. Of course, you expected that. <laughs> get your own like, podcast. I know, um, greatest showman. <laughs> Sorry, pinag-usama namin last week yung best movies of the decade. And so, <laughs> Nakakatawa yeah. yung mga suggestions that shall we say. And there was one na parang, ha? As in, it just came out last week. Tapos ano, yeah, best movie of the decade. Si Trina. I love you, Trina. But um, Trina Santos. <laughs> I forgot what she was. I, I don't know. And there was one hmm. person who also, I think it was Val, who said perks of being a wallflower represent. Nasa yeah. list niya. Nasa list niya. Yeah. Nasa top 20 niya. <laughs> top 20 ko yan. So you just stabbed your own co-host in the side. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. no. I, I think you were acknowledging that. I was that, acknowledging. Uh, that someone was acknowledging. Yeah. Ah, my yeah. So may kakampi ka pala. Yes. And then my si deeper Val. my deeper question is, bakit nga we didn't include the master in our list? Oh. I had Phantom in my top 20. Mm. So parang he, that kind of represented not for me the the P.T. Anderson because they're all good naman. even inherent vice I like but it's maybe not as high as the master or yeah. phantom but if I had to choose between those two I went with phantom yeah parang master person or phantom person guy. I yes think. And not, master not is, inherent vice I think a more brilliant film probably but it's, watch it's, it's, yeah, yeah I can't yeah. Uh, I remember watching it with Marie and Bernard and, and I just looked to my left and they were all asleep <laughs> 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 Belated happy birthday to me. Yes. <laughs> Let's acknowledge our yes. guests. We have so guests. We have, uh, I know you guys are sick of our, our voices, so yeah. we brought in some fresh, new, hot, sexy voices. So we're going to be reviewing um, the best Filipino films of the decade. Um, and we very have. Special guests. Yes, our two very special guests. Mr. Philbert G. Hello, sexy and voice. Eh, eh, eh. Hello. <laughs> and Richard Bolisay. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Fresh off launching your book. Yes. Fresh off a hangover. Yes. <laughs> Fresh from the Jeff Festival. Jeff yes. or Gif? Um, Jeff. Jeff. They Jeff. kept saying Jeff, but I asked Quark, if the G stands for globe, mm. shouldn't it be Gif? Yeah. Or should we be yeah. saying globe? Mm. <laughs> and then I said, oh, nga, no, and left it at that. But yeah, it's but okay. I think we, it's we a were play with that. the GIF word, yeah, right? Yeah. I think I think Globe doesn't really want people to know that GIF was supposed to mean Globe Independent Film Festival. Uh, okay. So, but now it's just its own thing, like that. Mof. So what's? Oh, all right. Yeah. Until what's when the, is what's the, the extra F? Uh, <laughs> a film festival. Wow. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just oh. extra. <laughs> yeah, extra. Can people still catch it? Uh no, it's done. But it's we'll done. probably be posting the film soon. Wait, later. May, may secret plan to. Okay. What? Okay. No, okay. Sarap ng plugging ni Quark. And Quark also has a film on Netflix. Yes! That That's guys, right. Yeah, yesterday. Have you seen that, kids? Not yet, okay. not yet. Well, you can on Netflix yes. as of yesterday. Yes. So I'm We saw the credit roll. Hmm? Me and Mong. Because it's a Chico's Eye song. So yeah. you fast forward to the end. To yeah, Mong did. Does it classify as a horror film for you? I haven't seen it. Mm. Okay, we so just you're saw waiting the credit for the Wikipedia rule. entry to go No, online. I'm going to watch it because it's it's oh, under okay. Quark. I support yeah. my friends. That yeah. Day. And it is the first 
Filipino Netflix Excuse original. Excuse me, John Joe mm. Joseph nagalit siya kasi it's not the first one daw. Yeah, but what does what John does Joe John Joseph Joe know? know? It's Maria daw that the, the press okay. release came from It's not an original. The announcement's Maria, not yeah, an original. Maria, mm. Can yeah. you hear it from Philbert? Yes. John Joe shut the fuck yeah. up. John <laughs> Joe shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did the press release come from Netflix or John Joe Joseph? John Joe Joseph. Yeah. Well, okay, if, you at, if you look at Netflix originals, does it say Maria? Come on, man. May isang like, comment, uh, Maria, mga ulupong. Yun yung isang comment daw. Wow. Richard, your thoughts? <laughs> well, I have no thoughts. <laughs> Wait, let's plug your stuff first. What do you want to plug? Phil and Films? Yeah, Phil and Films. YouTube.com slash Phil and Films. Yeah. Yes, and Richard has his new uh, book. Yeah, we're down to the last few remaining copies of my book. Break it to me gently. Run. Break it to me gently. It's available online at uh, everythingsfineph.com. Which is also about to head into its second printing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Also available in Cinema Centenaria for your in QC. And the book is about Philippine films. Yeah. With scathing reviews of rock and roll. Savage reviews. And ang nawawala. No holds barred, huh? Well, I was young. They were young. <laughs> and no, now no. you hate it no. more, right? Yeah. Like, and now it's even no. worse. Now it's even <laughs> worse. Just showing, you know, how no, much I realized I was too kind. And I are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it collected my reviews from 2010 onwards. So, yeah, many of the writings I've written from my blog and from publications over the past 10 years. So, yeah. Yes. But congrats on the second printing. Thank you. Do you act, do you critique foreign? No. I used to like mm. when I started. But they're not on the. Not, not there. Uh, uh, ano talaga siya? Filipino film na talaga. And only reviews or. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. only reviews. Because in the beginning there used to be essays, and then it extended to like 500, 600 pages, and it's yeah. just too. So that's for the pricey. second book, na Ah, uh, the second book is new material. Yes. yes, new films by Quark. <laughs> <laughs> and dispatches, the right? there were there yeah, some yeah, and they're like reviews from film can- festival. My candidate, nandoon. <laughs> no, I saw no, it. No, <laughs> what? No, what? Does that film exist? <laughs> Are you disowning? No, we can we can talk about my candidate. Uh, no. I actually I don't dis- I disown Supernoipy yeah. I disown Gamitan <laughs> no. but I don't but you, yeah you uh, live with your yeah. sins yeah. but my yeah. candidate I don't know parang yeah. may, may konting ako pa rin dun. sure sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> for a romcom mm-hmm. which is which turned out to be long shot so oh. <laughs> oh, nga, but ka natawa Totoo the plot yan. of long shot is my candidate <laughs> shrug <laughs> I can hear Miguel quizzically looking into the air yeah No, but Miguel also said, if you ah, like right, my right. candidate. Sure. <laughs> It's just that Senate races don't work that way, Cork. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I read that in your review. <laughs> Okay, it's gonna. I can tell it's gonna be a fun show. Super fun. <laughs> and oh, yes, so. and that's why we have you here to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, I know. Um, it always that I when whenever I you know review Filipino films or on Letterbox for example or whatever. Um, I never put the the star rating because I know like even if I gave it a glowing review and it's like bucket four stars long end but in the four and a half. Like, welcome right? to my world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we wanna save our asses from our friends, and that's why we have you here. Yeah. So I w- I actually wanna ask about that. How hard is it to critique a a Filipino movie? It's not hard. It's as easy as critiquing any other movie. You but just I have know to not, you. you just I know you get not, a lot of trolls. Yeah, but you just don't. You just have to not care. It's <laughs> the Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. So even if your friends are the filmmakers. Yeah. Well, if if they get if they are the kind of people who will stop being my friend 
because I didn't like their movie, then what's the point of being their friend? Whoa. Has that ever happened? Uh, not to my like I I don't think Who are I've no gotten your friends. Here? I don't get close to enough to enough real uh, to enough filmmakers really to be like oh okay that's gonna mm. be a thing. But yeah, I think. The filmmakers I respect the most are the ones who will be like, after a bad review, it's like, yeah, hey, what's up, man? It's like, yeah. Has there ever been a filmmaker who struck you as like potentially a great friend, but like terrible film? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, like, Sayang, I really wish I could drink with this buddies. person. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm not, I, I don't think I work that way. The, the, I, I'm, not, I'm not that friendly. <laughs> How about you, Richard? Any? Uh, I don't write as often as Phil, and my problem now is I'm close to many filmmakers, so it's quite difficult to really write about them. That's why I go to mm. the academia. So, but <laughs> but but before, that's why I was able to put out the book because that was the time when I was that bitch that can mm. really just write about things from my head, and yeah, it comes to me naturally, like responding to films. The difficult part is putting it into writing. But then when I was younger, like it's it's quite easy. Like it's like before Facebook and Twitter. I think Facebook and Twitter quite ruined my way of thinking. Right. So like it kind of made you think in shorter, you know, in shorter writings. Burst. Yeah, burst. But now, but before, parang it's so easy to like, you know, you have a blog and then you put it out the next day and then voila, like you have like really angry comments on your on your <laughs> blog. <laughs> what what is the worst thing a filmmaker has said or done to you? Or even the fan base. Yeah. Well, but Phil, I guess, yeah. I guess Phil has also, it's, it's, it's an interesting story um, because we all know how toxic yeah. I think yeah. I think everyone knows the story that when the Ramas got mad at me, like, rest in peace. But yeah, I mean, he, he got interviewed in, 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 a, in, a, in a newspaper or tabloid piece that uh, when he saw me in person, when he sees me in person, he would, like, punch me in the face or something. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He threatened violence. Yeah. yeah. Over what movie? Sorry. Uh, I think there was a review where I compared him unfavorably to Joyce Bernal. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, the kind of uh, uh, so uh, uh, he took offense. Yeah. Uh, see, Phil, I'm sure yeah, Madame. I mean, Jim Leveran threatened <laughs> to kill me. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> straight, straight up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Said he's going to bring out his sword and like. Yeah, he's from Tondo. He's gonna. Why? Why can't filmmakers just be professional? They they put they put, <laughs> they put too much of themselves in their work. Yeah, yeah, that's all, Yeah, it's, it's so personal that they feel the offense is there is on. Okay. Them. Yeah, and like what I always share, no, if there are one hundred good reviews of your film, the one bad review is the one that you will remember most. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Do you guys get blacklisted by the studios? I've I've almost have never been invited to a star cinema premiere. I've always yeah. worked independently anyway. So okay. I actually don't like going to premieres because it's Yeah, I don't like it either yeah. actually. Because it'll uh, it'll taint your work kumbaga. Oh uh, no, also really. it's just it's just a bad time. Like yeah. they they take too long. Right. And the audience is usually yeah. just not objective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially just, the ones with like major stars. Like love worse. Because no? as soon as the kung may the fan kung may fan scrub in the uh, mm-hmm. in the audience and then first appearance nila you miss dialogue and then uh, just yeah it's 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 hard to review a movie yeah. at a local premiere right. also the, the audience like you, you'd prefer a better audience have you been to premieres where they're like um, competing stars yes so <laughs> the, the, the crowds start trying to be mm-hmm. louder and, than yeah. 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 yeah 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 and the one is Reyes that's like that oh, oh wow like, uh, not, <laughs> when I was at not even um, 
even a, a, a new film. Eh. It was uh, was it the Nora film? Yes. Mm. And then it's like. Hibernate ako. No, no, no. Ikawayaki. 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 Which had that amazing silent end, de ba? Yeah. Patinginan lang Ishmael sila. Bernal. And then talagang malakasan ng yeah. Tinay yeah. yung mga ano eh. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember that somebody act, actually yelled at some point. Yan ang acting. Oh, lamon. Like they're referring to like how Nora is like you know eating Velma up. Oh, let's scene. start with okay, our so list. <laughs> how do you want to do this? Well, what we what we did in our previous list was like, wait. First of all, why are we refraining? Why um yun nga, because parang ado. Eh, because no matter how hurt other people's feelings, yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it. Big lang someone will yeah. say, oh, but wala yung film ko jan. Oh. Okay, okay. Si Phil. Okay. <laughs> I can say. <laughs> but you're on my list. Oh, okay. Uh, ah, so uh, you're not contributing well, your. We'll we'll share our thoughts ah, on the films uh, that you you share. Ah. Ano, and then. What what we did in the earlier ones was like oh each, uh, Mel will give her ten then I'll give my ten and no um so we, we it's actually ranked um, no, but I, you don't have to do that yeah yeah no I, I list I put rankings oh yeah so. I didn't rank okay so do you rank and and I didn't uh, no. No. Okay. yeah but should we do it alternating or one person alternating yeah if it but if it's on if it's on the list ourselves yeah, yeah, let's yeah. just we'll you just name it mean. yeah. Although, could we do disclaimers like this is just off the top of your head at the moment, not definitive? Or... I mean, I studied this. This, oh, this, okay. is, this is the hangover disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. So, this is not final. No, this I is mean, very arbitrary. Again, but I like things are going to be left out because at, at some point, it's just a matter of mathematics. You gave mm-hmm. us 10. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are hundreds of Filipino films that yeah. we could have chosen for. And yeah. I think this is just for fun, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're no, graded. No. This yeah. is for the academia. Nothing <laughs> I do is fun. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's start. Let's start with 10. It's the final countdown. My number 10 film is Keith Delejero's Escalawags. It's a, a Cinema One film. Uh, Keith Delejero turned out to be one of my favorite filmmakers. I genuinely look forward to when I hear about when he has a project. Escalawags is the story of these kids in this island growing up in the 90s, and uh, they, they grew up on Filipino action films. And they act it out and stuff. And then they slow. It's a kind of a coming of age film where they encounter something really dark that happens on their island that uh, teaches them that uh, the stuff in action films isn't real life. And it becomes this like really uh, like sad, like melancholy memory of childhood. That's uh, really great. Uh, it's I, the one with Jerry Cravalho, no? Yes, it has Jerry Cravalho <laughs> in it in wow. the greatest role that Jerry Cravalho has ever played. <laughs> Have you seen it? Also. I've seen it. Yeah, I think. I think it, it, it can be on my list since I don't have 10. Like, uh, I really remember like uh, something quite magical upon seeing it. There's nothing quite like it in terms yeah. of language, especially it comes from Cebu. And that was the time where, you know, there are a lot of Manila filmmakers and like filmmakers from the region are like putting out their films through the festivals. Mm-hmm. No? When did it come out? 2013, something, something like that. that. Was uh, that his first? No, uh, no, he second. made Cebuano films na before. Uh, His second feature, right? Second or third, possibly. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I've only seen um, Lily. Ah, okay. Yeah, but, well, that's, that, yeah. The one with Shaina. Shaina, yeah. 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 But, but it's also cinema one. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. this one is his best for you guys. I would say, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think it's my favorite of his. Okay. Definitely. I also like his film called Cordero Sajos. Because he's very energy, very energy. Uh, he's really the. 
independent independent filmmaker. Yeah, no? like, that was his first feature, I believe. Ah, no, later pa. Meron siyang parang baboying yung buwang something. Oh, yeah, like, that's when right. When he made uh, before. But I think Scalawags is like his breakthrough film. Yeah. Where like people got to know him as a filmmaker. Yeah, it went nowhere because things, a lot of films go nowhere. But yeah, Scalawags uh-huh. is... Uh, it, it was a C1 original. It yes. was a C1 original. So, so, ideally, you can find it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, this I didn't do research on. Okay. Sadly, but yeah, I I kind of given up on the idea that people can see Filipino films. I try. I keep trying, but yeah. Undemanded. No, yeah, it's hard. But yeah, it might be on I want. <clears throat> And uh, then, uh, he's a very metal filmmaker. And yeah, yeah, punk. yeah, yeah. Punk. super punk. Also punk. He was yeah, he was at the table last night. <laughs> yeah, that was a very quiet guy. Lang, <laughs> uh-huh. Parang ano. Parang siyang character sa Wes Anderson film. Parang <laughs> <laughs> a side character. Also, so, like, his personality is, you know, re- very much reflected on his film. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of vibe yeah. na parang uh, DIY filmmaking, like, yeah, it's kind of a kind of Gondry-ish kind of. I mean, uh, not exactly dreamy, but this idea that all of this is just happening on the fly, that kind of thing. Okay. Cool. What's your turn? Ang hirap kasi parang hindi ko nirank. Para consider Ramon, there's always one guy in every group that just does not do. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ramon. <laughs> Stop forcing your uh, other people. <laughs> your uh, Nazism. I'm not as detailed as Phil, you know, but I, I wrote Nino by Lawyer Senes oh, yeah. from I think 2011. Uh, I think when people ask me what's the best Cinemalaya film, it's the film I say. Uh, it's about the family, you know? It's mm-hmm. an all-star cast, Fides Cuyugan, Art Acuna, etc. Uh, I don't remember much of the plot, but I remember the feeling that it's one of those dramas that really extend so much in terms of time, in terms mm-hmm. of feeling, emotion, and depth. It's about it's, an affluent family that re- all returns to the house because they hear that the house is about to be sold, to be sold or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, It's about this old decrepit house that's yeah. dying, and oh. all the f- the family members in it are, they're all like become terrible people <laughs> basically. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. So, okay. ano talaga siya? Like it's a family like epic drama, but not really epic in terms of time or period, but how it entangles things, how mm-hmm. it entangles things, and I remember like. The performances are really, really good. Like yeah. How it, Raquel Villavicencio, Artacuna. Yeah. Uh, Fides Cuyuga, yeah. the Matriarch, etc. Is it one of those um, could be a play? Yeah, it, yes. Yes. Lloyd is, is a play. It's like a theater guy. Yeah. Talaga. And it does feel like a film play in some way. But there, there are cinematic moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was the year of Busong also. No, I think. no, 2011. Yeah. Uh, it's his first film. So I think he's in his late 60s when he made it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's quite remarkable. Is he uh, making other movies? Yeah, he made he, Lagawan. He, and he shot a film this year. Uh, like last, or maybe last year. That was for the Cinematographica in yeah, yeah. LA. I think before Cesar Hernando made Gayuma at 69, <coughs> I think Loy is like one of the oldest to make his Debut first film. film. Uh, Oh, yeah, Gayuma, no? That <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, what's your number? Nine. Nine. Uh, that's a film from this year, Cleaners, uh, oh, from wow. Q Cinema. Oh, damn it! Okay. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations, Lyle Sacris. Yeah. Oh, director the Glenn last Barrett. minute helper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I often talk about these little miracles of Filipino cinema where. When you hear about a project, you're like, oh, no, there's no way that could work. It's going to be like they're going to run out of time. It's like too ambitious It's or it's too gimmicky or whatever. 
And then you watch, it's like, oh no, something magical happened here. And Cleaners is one of those films. Story of five kids, five kids growing up in uh, Tagigarao. Uh, yeah, it's separated into five little episodes. What's most exceptional about it, I think, will, people will always remember, is that the weird process that they did to shoot this film, they, instead yeah. of, yeah, yeah, they shot the film, they printed out eight frames from every second. They 40,000 prints. They yeah. printed wow. it out. Yeah, wow. they, It's an animation via photocopy. Wow. And then, yeah, they photocopied each of those printouts, and then they colored them in with Stabilo. With highlighter. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there's five, ep- five episodes, then one character set of center of each and a different color so you, yeah. you would really know who the who how long did it take him to make this movie i mean q <laughs> cinemas yeah q cinemas production process is around six to, five to six months yeah <clears throat> and it's uh it's just wonderful it's like um i mean it, the, the it sounds like a gimmick that whole thing but yeah it makes the whole film feel like a memory and it just it adds this layer of depth to what could be considered thin narratives. It, it by the like by the middle section, I really was in tears. It's well, it really sounds wonderful. like it's set in an old era, but it's just set in two thousand seven. Yeah. So it's the <laughs> typecast mayonnaise. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Just wow, ten years okay. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Glenn, Glenn is young. That's right. He's like, oh, I'm remembering my days of high school. When was that? Two thousand seven. Like ten years ago. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, all right. Okay, okay, Glenn. Yeah. So the music is also there. Yes. Yes. Wow. It, mayonnaise and typecast Type are cast. very important yeah, yeah. in Part the their... second episode where there are these emo kids, emo, emo, emo kids, kids <laughs> who are assigned to do the cultural dance for Lingonawika. It's really great. It's really great. Where it's can... supposedly super funny, right? Also. Yeah, yeah. It it's funny. It's heartbreaking. It's yeah. It's. Didn't it win the major? Yes. Yeah, or... it won everything at Q Cinema. Can it also be my number nine? Because sure. I want to share something. Because I'm part of the committee that selected it. I'm also part of the jury that made it win. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I can share some things about it. So when when Glenn Barrett, the director, pitched it to us, so, you know, we didn't know that he's going to do that. So it was only the script that was ah. sent to us. So the script was really good, really funny, episodic. And, but then when he presented that idea, it was just you know, too different. That Not everyone was you know very welcoming to it that's maybe people will get tired for a two-hour movie to see in that form etc etc so we were quite hesitant but yeah we gave it a go and you know i'm like one of those moms was just clapping <laughs> towards the end like cheering for it because it was quite a magical experience no and i saw it uh with the actual kids in the film oh. so it's, it's quite special glenn like had this arrangement the kids because they live in Tugegarao in Kagaya. Are they yeah. real? Yeah, yeah they're non-actors. 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 So so the kids in the film were sent to to Q Cinema during the premiere to watch the film. It's just you know, normally you'd get annoyed when people are noisy behind you while watching the film, but you could really hear their genuine like responses and it's just quite special. And it's good because the film itself is also, you know, like exceptional. And I don't think and during the deliberations, like even the foreign juries are talking about how, you know, how special it is in the age of blockbuster movies, you know, in the age of like Disney, like there's this very small film that, you know, tackles very big ideas because even towards the end, it becomes quite political. Yeah. But also personal. Yeah. Did QC put this out online? Um, Not yet. Not yet. But it literally came out like be, yeah. three months ago or something. Yeah. Or, and by, um, by this point, it'll be up to the filmmakers now. Yeah, uh, how to release Q. it? Yeah, Kusin yeah. yeah, gives uh, the filmmakers yeah. all the rights to their films. Oh, the nice. Films outright. Just imagine the forty thousand that they have to color one yes. by one, yeah. and you could really see the effect on screen. 
na yun nga talagang photocopy talaga yeah. siya. Uh, My number eight is something quite controversial. Uh, not really controversial, but I remember liking it when I saw it for the first and second time. And of course, it's a film before Duterte. Marosa by okay. Brillante Mendoza. Oh. <laughs> I actually really like Marosa also. Yeah. 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 But, and I'm not You know, I'm I'm yeah, I'm not that big a fan of yeah, brilliant. Uh, yeah, of Dante, but I I I really but when, when I saw Marosa, yeah. it was like blown away. Yeah. Like personally, I like embracing the difficulty of this mm-hmm. and like I remember that, you know, uh I even moderated a discussion of the film because I really liked it and then of course it it went, you know, he went to the other side like <laughs> because the film, you know, uh it, it follows this family that gets involved in drugs. etc. and you sort of uh before Duterte you sort of have this hope that you know they can get away with things without you know getting killed whatever and the film was able to capture that period you know there's no paranoia about them you know getting killed and i think it's a good you know bottle bottling of that time especially that the director has become clear about his politics when when the administration yeah. got you know like uh be put in office but i think as a film itself like You can't really separate the technical from the social aspects, but I think also on a technical level, it's also something very thrilling and suspenseful when you watch it. But it also comments a lot on social issues, especially you know. Uh, and Jacqueline was saying, "She won can, right?" Can. Yeah, and I think it's quite well deserved, especially for that scene at the end. Yeah, sure. Uh, What I'm, do you think of it? I'm not as as big of a fan, but I did like it when I saw it when I saw it the first time. It really struck me how. This whole film was structured around everything in the Philippines being a transaction. It's like an econ. It's like I really latched onto that economic, uh, like a uh, subtext behind mm-hmm. everything here. But uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, but that time I was kind of tired of Dante. So <laughs> it's, uh, uh, he wrote this one also. Uh, uh, no, he had a, he had yeah, a scriptwriter. Oh. I think it also mirrors Kinatay because I also like Kinatay. I mean, Alexis. I, I think remember. I remember like one of our last conversations, Alexis Trusego in 2009 was about Kinatay and he didn't like it and I like yeah. it. And you know, the conversations with Alexis can be quite passionate. Yeah, I had that, I had that <laughs> same This conversation with him. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, no, and I also really like just the the fact that I actually am questioning because I'm kind of anti-cop. Yeah. Yung, sure. Ano, yeah. Yeah. Marosa, yeah. Poor. Because they extort Ano, di ba? Julio, mm-hmm. ah, bless his soul, di ba? Say, Julio Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Dad. So, And then, um... Ano, bless his soul? He's he, alive. Is, is Julio Diaz alive? He was in that Max commercial. Wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's Google let's, this. <laughs> And then cut, Google, Google cut break. for... Cut, cut for... Rest his soul. Julio Diaz. I think he was just Julio Diaz's death. Oh, oh shoot! Just I didn't know that. When that he died of cardiac arrest. When? I When? Ayon. <laughs> Read out loud, okay? Just days after it was erroneously reported <laughs> of cardiac arrest, veteran actor Julio Diaz returned ah. to the ABS. Oh, 2016. Yeah. See, he was in yeah. that Max commercial last. Keep everything Julio in. Diaz reacts to news about his death. Live with your Says sins. He is very much alive. <laughs> Actor Willie Diaz, I'm alive. Wow, you're a No, not only was I a clickbait, I was a clickbait for three years, 
Okay. Everyone is okay. Edit right. out. Edit. No, out. I'm no, gonna bless keep it your in. Soul anyway. <laughs> You're an amazing gift to cinema. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, Marosa, you were talking about Marosa. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and, and and the freaking it's freaking oh, yeah. no. Um, the oh, <laughs> nothing digression today. Um, no, um, and great performance by the way by yeah. um, let's see yeah, Baron. <laughs> Baron Geisler. Yeah, I was like, oh, parang gusto ko ng bigyan ng chance si Baron Geisler <laughs> when seeing him. Yeah. As, he was a cop. He was, ah, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he was a dirty cop. A lot of that's yeah. That's before he peed yeah. on Pink. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So this. Cut off. Widely reported. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah w- widely reported. Who did he pee on? Pink Medina. <laughs> For a role. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most method I've ever heard anyone go. <laughs> he didn't tell Pink he was gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> So no, Ping, no, he told Ping, oh, he ride, ride ka lang, ride ka lang. Yeah. Yeah. He no, just but dropped he his yeah, pants. He, he just told Ping, don't break character, basically. Mm-hmm. But when, when it happens, that's Ping's actual, you know, that's no acting. He is getting urinated yeah. on. Okay. He is getting a golden shower. Favorite ko yung director explaining yeah. the whole thing and then also just plugging out in cinemas <laughs> November 24th. You know? It's great. It's a good Google. Uh-huh. Wait, so... Uh, in terms of filmography, this is is this peak Dante Mendoza for you I, guys? It could be argued, certainly. Does, uh, does he have a better film than Marosa? Uh, I like Kinatay. More. Well, the thing is like... I just stopped liking his just, films. Yeah. Because okay. of his politics. Because the of politics, politics really made me re- reassess, reassess mm. his entire filmography. Yeah. Because I, you, you'd think you, kind, you could make the argument before that his films are pro-poor. When, when you see his, late, his more later work, it's like... Oh, I'm not sure you actually believed in anything. Like you were just latching on to whatever was well, most advantageous to you. Right. Well, I wrote it in a book during the I mean, during the QA of Kinate that, you know, he was talking about how he separated he separates himself from the politics of his film. Wow. So, you know, it's quite disappointing to hear that. Such you know, a heel turn. When you're using a, yeah. the subject like the poverty right, poor right. people and then yeah, you get it, asked about it. Like everybody kept saying that his films were exploitative, and if there was a time where I would defend. No, they're they're in the end they're more pro poor than they are exploitative. Like it's more it's more bringing awareness. But after everything's like, oh no, I guess he was exploitative. And also, was, I know we hate talking about politics, but the nail in the coffin is really like expressing his outward support for yeah, the yeah, yeah, government yeah. and directing the sauna. The sauna, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the right to kill the man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't even see that. I How can't about, bring myself. Is that Derek's show? Yeah. No, on that's Netflix. Amo. Yeah, no, yeah. Amo, Amo is on Netflix. You're, yeah. you're the only person I know who's, who's watched it. The whole thing, yeah. yeah. Did you review it? I, I mean, I wrote, yeah, I wrote, Beats. I wrote on, no, on Rogue. I wrote on Rogue, yeah. yeah. It's like a torture piece, diba? Like, why are you yeah, doing yeah. this to me? That's episode six, kind of. Yeah. Live tweeted while watching it. Yeah. Pero yun nga eh. I mean, the thing with him, he's a nice person. Sure. Like, if you, if, you know, the thing with, with most people. I was the only thing on Netflix I gave an, a down vote. A thumbs down vote. So you actually watch that? No. Oh. But I don't want this thing showing up on my yeah. feed ever. So I just gave it thumbs down immediately. I'm against its politics. Fuck this show. I don't want to see it ever. Yeah. Don't show it to me, Netflix. Oh get my god, rid of we're it. gonna get trolled so uh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, I moderated one of Maros's I know, screenings, post-discussion screenings, and yeah, he's a nice person. But then again, you know, people change. And, yeah, you know, you kind of have to like distance yourself at some point. Yeah, yeah. 
That's, well, a, long that note, That's sure. a difficult <laughs> thing to navigate. I'm sorry. Now let's do a <laughs> nicely smooth transition to number eight. Number eight, uh, Badil uh, ah, by Chito Ronyo. Yeah. Uh, Small yeah, town election. Soul. The main character no, is no, a. He's, he's still alive. <laughs> what? Mel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, what, okay. One quark. One. Mel. Mel one. Mel one quark one. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. Yeah. Uh, small town election. The main character is a fixer, like trying to buy votes from people. It's uh it's one of the bravest, most like it's like. Uh, it's nobody really tackles politics in the Philippines except like you know uh, my candidate <laughs> or, or brilliante my Quark Hinares like how how down and dirty it can be how difficult it is it, it's it's really it was really interesting to really go down to that level of really small town politics and the way that business is done and uh, yeah it's it's just maybe the best thing to ever come out of the FDCP of all time. It's, um, it's really, yeah, it was part of this like masters, uh, FDCP masters film festival where they got a bunch of older filmmakers to make them do films and stuff. And a lot of it was not great, but Badil came out was like, oh no, this entire worth it, this entire festival is worth it now. This entire project is worth it because this film is like, nobody else could have made this film. Why don't we see that Chitoronio more often? Because mm, no. I, I thought he was dead, man. Like mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think last year he he came out with Signal Rock. Yeah, Signal. Did you guys yeah. see Signal Rock? Was uh-huh. pretty good. Yeah. But he's also doing like horror with Star Cinema. Yeah. yeah. So is it is it like one of those old school like one for them, one, one for, for them, me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I guess he, would you say he's the closest to a Steven Spielberg? Yeah. I mean, I sure. Or Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Soderbergh done one for them in a long time. a Spielberg film. Yeah, but Deal should be on my list, but I forgot it. But I remember, like, you know, I think the last Chitoronio that I was really, you know, very crazy about was La Vida Rosa. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's still not in the mainstream, mainstream, you know, mm-hmm. kind of film he makes. But from time to time, he makes this very, you know, these quite small films that are very well written, well staged, well directed, and. Uh, yeah, very political as well. Very because Bing Lao, right? Yes, yeah. Bing Lao. The stick Israel is the film. Uh, I, I mean, in, yeah, Badil, yeah. in La Vida Rosa. La Vida Rosa. Yeah, yeah, Rosanna. But in Badil, who are the stars of Badil? Dick Israel. Yeah. John, John Hilary. John Hilary. Of course. Uh, when did it come out? 2013? Yeah. Something. something like that, yeah. And can we see this anywhere? Uh, it was on iTunes. Could I you believe. both curate your own festival? <laughs> I, I mean, no, that's no. what I did for so long. But yeah, uh, I think there was a time that we were just watching films on our own, no? Yeah. Just, just watching whatever that comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll find, I'll find a way to screen that film. It's. Uh, yeah, it should. Plugs be. for later. <laughs> Let's make an end slate. Yeah. No. End slate. Best of. Yeah, we should. Yeah, actually. Because that's, that's that's a question we also get a lot. It's like, where can we watch this thing? Mm-hmm. We, we usually try to find where it's available on streaming. For all but at you least know, for the local films, it's much harder. Fictional. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Number seven. Seven. Uh, no, Stern you're number eight. Ah, uh, okay. My number like eight. Number eight. No, no, you went, yeah. you went, I went first. Wow. Well, okay. uh, I went right. for uh, is that from 2011? Oh, it's by Adolf, Adolf Alex. Oh. Uh, Adolf is made. The mermaid one. No, it's about the fish. Okay. Like uh, they took care of a fish. The mat- uh, no, Cherry Pie Picache gave birth, gave birth to a fish. This is the Matanang Bayan adap- adapted story. Is it from the Inday Badide's old show? Oh, I to I. Someone gave birth to a fish. This is a allegedly, real story, yeah. It's a tabloid. Yeah, yeah. 
segment. Okay. And then I read that he was Ooh. he adapted it. Nga. The story, he got the idea. The story is written by Jerry Grasho and directed by Adolf Alex. And this was the time when Adolf was you know, coming out with loads, loads, loads of films, like maybe three or four films mm. a year. And this this is my favorite film of his. I think he was able to like tell the story in a very compelling and persuasive manner. Like without you know, you really believe that she gave birth to a fish and how Cherry Pie Picache, you know, uh gave the role, I mean performed the role was something quite convincing. Like you really believe that she yeah, gave birth I've, to I've a heard fish. people saying that's her best uh, yeah, work. Is it very magical realism? Sort, sort of. of. Set in a poor community. Right. And Still grounded in the social realism. Yeah. That was, yeah. It's very interesting. I think it was shot by Albert Banzon, Banzon. very yeah. well. I think it's the first film edited by Ben Tolentino. So I think there's a lot of talent in it. Uh, it's a special film for me. Like I don't think many, many people like, you know, many people acclaimed it during it ti- its time. But I remember seeing it again recently, and it's it's it aged quite well. Interesting. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. How about you? What? Big uh, man. No, I think I. I <laughs> What's your number? Seven? I mean, he doesn't oh, remember it being acclaimed. But I, ah, okay. I, I acclaimed Maybe it. Maybe we were very cute. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, num- my number seven is uh, Arnel Mardocchio's "Ang Paglalakbay ng Mabituin sa Gabing Madilim." We're on the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Cool. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it's just the story of. Some uh some a kid and his mom, was it? Um, his mom is a rebel. They're just wandering through the forest with like a bag of money, uh, being pursued by soldiers and stuff. Uh, I think it's it's just very it's one it's just very important to put a highlight that uh on Mindanao in film, mm-hmm. like uh it's a it's vo- it's voices we don't hear often enough. But this is just a really like tense like quiet film. Touches on so many issues in Mindanao, without you know, without getting didactic, without uh, it's it's such a graceful little film that talks about the conflict down south in a way that like no that few films are able to. I think uh, it's not my seven, even higher. I think, but chiming in, I think it's also special in the sense that it's told by a Mindanaoan filmmaker himself. Mm-hmm. So I think the problem now is that you know pre- before. You have people talking about the conflict in Mindanao from the perspective of a Manila filmmaker. I think in this case it's special because it's about it, you know it's coming from someone. It's an authentic voice. Yeah. Uh, it's very poetic. It also touches on you know lesbian love. Yeah. No, aspect siya. Also very poetic. So the shots are are quite something, and uh, I think it raises more questions than gives answers, especially on the conflict that's been like going on for decades, and you can really feel the scope of it while watching. The yeah. It's his it best for? film. Um, yeah. Cinema One? Cinema One, yeah. Arnel Mardoch, yeah. yeah. Which means Cinema One owns the rights. <laughs> yeah. To the it film. might be on the channel. Yeah. I, want. I, I, I don't have cable. That's what I'm hoping. No, I want the free app. Oh, it is? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can just get it and on your cast. phone and then, yeah. Okay. Great. But Number six. Go to whatever. Just pick a film. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm picking another film from Mindanao called Women of the Weeping River. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. By Sharon Dayok. It's from Q Cinema a few years back. I think the same with Arnel. It's 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 very insightful and meaningful to have a Mindanaoan filmmaker tell the story of the conflict in Mindanao. And yeah, it's fronted by the women. You know, in family, in 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 two families, and 
how they are being pushed to fight you know, mm-hmm. against each other to kill each other and uh yeah it's 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 edited by Carlo Manatad very well shot by Romel Sales very poetic uh and yeah i think it, the, the thing here is that the complexity of the complexity of the problem in the now is tackled in a very mature manner you tend to understand more what they're going through as opposed to the stereotypes we see you know yeah. on television what i really like about it is it doesn't limit itself to conflict so much about it so much of the film is about these little moments in the household just like the way the way that like muslim households work and stuff and uh yeah like i remember Sher- uh, Sharon and i talked about this film because they wanted him to cut down some scenes because it, w- it was too long forever so that they could sell it to festivals and said don't touch anything this is this is everything that you need to tell people also i think what's great about it is the problem is intersectional so when you talk about mindanao problem it cuts across gender age mm. race etc so, so what are th- what are the differences between a luzon filmmaker as a visayan filmmaker it goes further than the three island groups yeah, it's, it's it really not is just like, geographical a, no? like a kapampangan film is different from but a, why do you say that the the Mind- this, these mindanao filmmakers have a unique Yeah, because they do. They they really know where they come from. Like for example, the nuances of the film that you can see that a Luzon filmmaker will not know that. You know how they dress, what are being, you know, how they speak, how yeah. they speak. Right. They, uh, just, they, don't, they don't speak Tagalog, obviously. Yeah. And so. they're more intimate with the violence of the region, which is, yeah. you know, the NPA yeah. fighting has been going on for their whole lives in some cases. Hmm. And the no, no, the cast was they were really from the tribe. Yeah. 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 Laila Ulaw, no? Yeah. Very yeah. good in the film. Who was that? I saw. I saw outside the screening, and she's very tall. Like, so yeah, so she does not look at all like her character in yeah. in the movie. And um, what I, I really remember that it it's a very art, but it's also a revenge film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In many ways, so there's this really. Striking She's more subtle in the film than in like real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's like an artful like a, genre film. Yeah, may may habulan sa ano eh, palengke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite scene yeah, in, the, yeah. in the movie, and it's just. I don't know. Very yeah. riveting cinema. Um, what was his first film? He shared on Hello, Hello. Yeah, from the, Cinemalaya, which that was also yeah. like really stunning debut. Yeah, that was about the Mandis, uh, the illegal boats that that were going going to, to Saba. Mm-hmm. Wow, sorry that you don't even hear about. Ah uh, yes, has has he? I think he's working on some. I know he wants to do. Ah, more. he was supposed to do the Marawi film. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that, which uh, good thing yeah. he did. And then he didn't. <laughs> But did it ever come out? No, no. no. I think we pinga yung last. Uh, yeah. Uh, my next film. Oh, on the job, Eric Mati. Mm. Yeah. Uh, You've seen that? Some something Mel has seen. I've seen it. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. At this point, I mean, it's important that it happened. Like there's that Eric Mati went out and decided, I'm going to make the film that nobody like that we haven't been making in like 20 years. Mm. And he he decided to do it seriously. That starts. Uh, he based it on real events. He talked about politics and stuff. It's just. It's a it's a fun it's an engaging movie that talks about a lot of things. It's Eric Mati and it's the start of whatever Eric Mati's been doing for the last 10 years. It's right. Did you like? Yeah. Well, I wrote it in my book. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I I said it's a status symbol. You know, like it's a turning point of his career, and like people will always remember that film as that you know, that that film that really moved him apart. You know, from mm. his. Peers. Yeah, because Something I mean, quite special. 
I knew Eric Mati lang from Balahibong Pusa. Oh, that was it. Which he didn't direct. <laughs> really? Yeah, so yam. you don't know yeah. Eric yeah, Mati. But, but so, I knew him from like that kind of too. genre. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when I came in watching the about, cinema yeah. on the job, like I really loved it. Yeah. I didn't see Prosty. Yeah. But because uh, I like action boys. No, he had a good one. Eh, yung Pasham. Ano, um, the, 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 yung, yeah, the pre-OTJ. Na yung ano, uh, hanggang sa dulo ng mundo ba? The one with, uh, with the Rika Taralejo. Oh. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. this one, I've, I've always been a fan of Eric's. Like, I, I completely agree with you that suddenly this was a shift because he's always been great visually. But this is the first time he worked with Michiko. And... As a scriptwriter, right? Yeah, yeah, and suddenly there was so much more depth and and story to yeah. what he was saying. It wasn't just like you know a visual feast. Well, what happened in his TV series on the um, show? Well, we've yeah, Phil has seen his subtitling it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's happening. It's like last eight days of shoot. Yeah, ni <laughs> patapos. Yeah, actually, it's... last eight days of shoot of the the pilot. Wow. So, yeah. I don't know. Yep, that's yep. taking a while. Yeah. So when Mira's grown up, we'll we'll get to watch <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And poor Stacy Bascon is just on top of this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hi, Stacy. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, I think on the job in Honor Day Father is a good double build. No? Yeah, like yeah. It came yeah. out one after the other, and I think those are two different films. Obviously, yeah, very but different. It came from, yeah. you know, one one person that you know has this very singular vision of you know what kinds what kind of films he wants to make. No? How would you rate? Eric Mati of old versus Eric Mati now, or how would you like? How do you think his legacy is gonna be, talaga? He's gonna be remembered for these films. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. We don't talk about Scorpion Nights 2 anymore, even though there's some there's something good. Things he didn't about. like this film he made called The Arrival. Yeah. But he, I like I it. Love I, that. I love yeah, The Arrival. Why, why doesn't he like it? I think. Yeah. He. Yeah, he, it's too personal for him, uh, and he doesn't like you know. I, I think too it's too small for him, right? Uh, as well. When the aliens talk to ano? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But it, it, it was his it was his indie film. Yeah, that was. Na, I remember seeing that and thinking, oh, this mm. is, this does definitely his. There's there's only film. ever been like two screenings. Yeah, actually, Arrival. but after I've... Arrival was on the job, right? Yeah. So that yeah. was his Schizopolis, I guess. Yeah. That was his like purging. Yeah. Of um, so it's actually a very important. Yeah, I remember film. I asked him about it. It's just you know he can't see it again, and maybe it's just maybe it's too, too personal close, for him. Think, but oh, yeah. then. I told him, I think it's it's my favorite film of yours. Schizopolis, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, um, oh, also, it also birthed um, the most um, entertaining uh, critical piece ever written, which is Prison Break. <laughs> Check well, it I out. I mentioned that in my review. <laughs> What's <huh>? this? <laughs> prison Break. Look for it. it is ah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Prison Break. I will Who let wrote you, it? I will let yeah. Jay, our friend Jay Jacobo. So. For which oh, Jay Jacobo? Jaya Jacobo. Jaya. Uh, Jaya oh. For what publication? Um, she's, she's from YCC. Uh, the Young 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 Circle Film Desk. Yeah. Yeah. So check, check, check that out. <laughs> no, we love Jay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Watch what's uh, what's next? Number four. Name Nayata. of film. Ah, is it is name it of name of film? Yeah, just named on the job. Okay. Ah, sa huling uh, paghihintay. Sorry, that was the title oh. of the, the Eric Mandy film. Okay, that's all. Okay, I'm gonna say Never Not Love You. Okay. Woohoo! I've oh. seen that too! <laughs> wow, uh, look how happy man. I think it's Tunet's best film after Tadhana. And I think she was really able to make use of a very huge love team you know, to, to tackle issues of diaspora, you know, working abroad, long distance relationships. 
and uh yeah it's very different from love the movies we're used to seeing diba? it's more mature and they're talking about you know stuff that affects their work etc uh i think also the chemistry is there mm-hmm. so, but we've always set apart jadine as a love team that's more mature than the other other love team so they get to really kiss mm. the way real people kiss they have sex etc so i think uh it's also a turning point not just for tonet but also for the love team to be taken seriously as actors uh well as we all know nadine won the three big critics she was prizes. really good in the movie so ycc orian and famas which i think uh is well deserved uh yun, uh the triple crown as they yeah. say mm. <laughs> I think I think it's a very mature film, you know, when you when you when you see I saw it a lot of times and I wrote about it in my dissertation. So, maybe I'm quite biased mm-hmm. about it. You know. Why did you choose that and not the Dahana? Uh, and why is it not number one if you're biased <laughs> in your dissertation? Because ranking is arbitrary. Yo, <laughs> here. Here's an audio high five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how to rank things, but, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know what do you think about it now? You know, as I was explaining to you guys, I rarely watch Pinoy movies, but I really watch this Jadine. movie because it's, it's Jadine. And apart from that, um, I really heard good things about it from people now. I, I saw Never Not Love You. When I saw it, it was a great movie, but I just couldn't believe that he was getting paid 40,000 pounds or something. You have this guy working who's a bum here in Manila and mm-hmm. he gets a high-paying job in the UK. Yeah, white privilege. Yeah. Diba? <laughs> white passing. White and then they provided <laughs> for his lodging yeah. and his uh-huh. boss is his best friend. And it's a fairy tale. <laughs> But apart from that, great yeah. movie. Oh, Phil. No, I, I really like it. But I think we should transition into my next film here. Oh, which is, which is, is my favorite Antoinette Hadone film, Six Degrees of Separation okay. from oh. Ilya Contafai. Oh, this is the first essay on my book. Wow, plug it, man. I love the Antoinette of rom-coms. I think it's where she has reached her ultimate form, but I really have an affection for the first feature that I saw from her. That's just this uh, mockumentary, I guess, is what you'd call it, about about Lilia Contapai, the the uh, the lady that played the actress that played a swang in many many horror films. It's just it was such a original voice right away. Like mm-hmm. uh, you, the thing the thing about this film is you can literally hear Tonette's voice, like you, she from behind the camera, and it's a uh, like I think uh, it's that voice that I really find that uh, it's that voice shows up in her characters, like. Clearly, like a lot of her characters are basically spe- uh, her speaking through them. But like uh, in hearing, even just in this like limited role, like you could sense like the voice that would be coming, that, that would be coming through through her characters in later years. And it's already like, like I I I saw that film. I said I want to see more films by this filmmaker. And yeah, and she turned out to be one of my favorite filmmakers of this decade. But yeah, it starts with. She yeah, never made this kind of film. No, again, never no? again. So I think it's also a I good think, well, yes. fangirl. I think her yeah. next one, I think. That's, uh, that's she's ma- shooting that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's actually she's it's done with it, and then. it's it's amazing. I think, um, and she said it's it's her favorite film. Would you call her like the one of the most successful filmmakers right now? She yeah. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think she might be the director of the decade. I guess mm-hmm. in in the sense that defining Filipino cinema. Yeah. yeah. And that whole mainstream independent thing, especially that Six Degrees is very independently made. No, mm. so parang. But was cinema? Cinema One. Cinema One yeah. as well. But Hannah is also Cinema One. Yeah, we keep talking about Cinema One. It feels. You know, 
Uh, it feels like we're super biased. <laughs> well, but, but you know what's in proofs the in the pudding. Is, uh, but never not amazing. love you is Viva, the band. Yeah, yeah, it's Viva. Is is Jadine the love team of the? Ah. Yeah, are they still together? It's Showbiz, good job. I think I think so. Actually, <laughs> are Dan and Tonette the Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach <laughs> of our country? Hmm. <laughs> Married with child. Uh, maybe it's about time. No. <laughs> so Gerwig to have another child. Yeah, for Gerwig. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that's okay. I knew yeah, that's what you meant. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So yeah. Uh, no, I think that to answer that question, actually, I think it's the net. That's the uh, the net. That's the, net. the love team of the of yeah, the decade of the day. Power couple. Power couple, uh. talaga. <laughs> Okay. Where are we? What number are we? Tight ano na? Three. I, 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 well, he gave, I have four left. He, he gave four left. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, maybe a film that many of you haven't seen. Uh, Sa Palad ng Dantaong Kulang. I haven't seen that film. It's a documentary by Joel Maranan. It's her second documentary set in Tundong. So he made this documentary in 2011 called Tundong Magiliw. So he spent, I think, three to four years in Tundong. It's a continuing documentary. So... Uh, it 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 you know it 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 bears witness to the lives and deaths of people in Tundong. Not the kind of documentary we know. So very immersive, very ano talaga. Like he's not talking. He's just you know viewing the lives of people there. And then you really see how the place changes over time. People are getting evicted from their houses. You can hear the the po- the the container vans in the Mall Harbor. So it's really more of a document of the place as much. Uh, I think it's the best documentary film mm-hmm. made uh, in the decade. Uh, it's also the first film that won Best Picture in YCC. So it's sort of a really special film. Uh, I think we need more documentaries, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's there's a, a project being made called Daang Docu, which I'm part of, which will be launched next year. Uh, like 100 years of documentary cinema, but also like the road to... Filipino documentary filmmaking. And it's also important to point out that many of our documentary filmmakers are female, are women. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. So there's something special about the lens of female directors doing documentaries. transition from mockumentary to net. I think it's, it's like we planned It also this. helps because a lot of journalists are women. Yeah, actually. yeah. Even like TV docu, diba? They're mostly women. Because we do, we do better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah, being yeah. women are more sensitive in terms more of more like, sensitive and I think in terms of um multitasking, directing, editing, writing, and patient. Patience. Yeah. And mas magaling mag-interview for me ang uh-huh. women. And also I think we're very used to documentaries with voiceovers and giving us everything. And this is a documentary that just, you know, gives you what you need to see about Tondo. Is it like that Michael Apted uh, Running series of documentaries. I haven't seen seven, fourteen. Yeah, since seven like and f- up. Fifty-five years now, right? mm-hmm. It's oh. been going. Yeah, he like the same people. He'll check in with them. Ah, that's too much. Every oh, yeah. so now they're they're really adult now. I can't so. wait for the documentary on the Sea Games 2019, but <laughs> <laughs> in our minds, in our minds, it's wait, So this film was it made for a specific festival or ah uh, or an a- entry abroad, abroad? Ah, okay. So it's it's just an independent production. Oh, independent. So how can we watch this? Ah, you contact the film. Oh. Yeah, I think. <laughs> no, we'll make it happen. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. make it happen Let's somehow. Do, do you think enough yeah. filmmakers are are taking advantage of um, just putting uh, their films on YouTube behind the paywall? No. 
I mean, nobody's doing. No one wants to do it because of piracy fears, or they just aren't thinking of it. Well, sometimes it doesn't help their film, especially if they want it to be screened abroad, for example. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. But some of these f- films are, are, quite are older old now, now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yun yung sad point din yung parang the, the streaming services, they're really not friendly, I think, to older cinema. Or, I mean, the, there was a big um, streaming service who actually told me outright, we don't want art. Even YouTube. <laughs> even YouTube. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I, even uh, YouTube. Well, baka ano, uh, yeah, yun nga. Maybe since you you if you own the right. film, especially for Q Cinema filmmakers, then it's uh, Yeah, put it out somewhere, right? No, no. I mean, there's the the YouTube, uh, ano, the, the rental, or, rental or maybe or Vimeo's yeah. like thing. Yeah. There is YouTube. It's free, I think, if you I air s- all the ads. Yeah, but Champer, I don't I don't think many filmmakers want to have their film caught up by like you know. Yeah. Also to monetize it for them because they get right. The yeah. worth of their work. I don't know. Like I'm sure, like some filmmakers don't mind, but yeah. then again, I think some filmmakers, you know, would feel better if you know you pay for their work. Documentaries can have a long life. Like until now, I don't. I think Bunso still has like paid screenings. Like, mm. uh, the yeah, yeah. Doc, the Carolina, the Carolina film. film. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's a pro- puzzle we've been trying to solve for way too long, and there are no good solutions. Yeah. What's next on your list? Uh, what did I put? Oh. Balangiga, Howling Wilderness, uh, Panda right. Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Alipato, ko. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Pan is the the real punk filmmaker <laughs> of uh, of the Philippines, and he made a film for Q Cinema that uh, did uh, that the CEB hated because they don't get it. It's a uh, fil- next. Yeah. I yeah. know they, they gave it um, a zero, a zero, yeah. or something like a no rating, no rating. something like that. And this is like also for a fest. Like it's, everyone else got a rating, right? And except for Duane's and yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Wait, why wasn't it rated? No, all? I mean they they wrote a lengthy review saying it was a completely worthless film. This is different from MTRCB. Yeah, it's yeah. MTRCB, uh, they they give tax breaks, so yeah. they they can if choose. They yeah, a, a, if it's yeah. A, you yeah, get a yeah, big yeah. tax break. No, it's one hundred percent. Oh, there you go. Mm. But so. yeah, it's a uh, the story is. I mean, Balanginga. It's the after, after the. Uh, yeah, it's the story of uh, the, the the attack on Balanginga. Some some uh, there are some people who are just trying to escape the wrath of the Americans. Yeah. So it's set in the forties. Yeah. It's a it's a period film, but it's not a historical period film. It's more of this uh, wasak yeah. aesthetic. It has some really arresting imagery. Yeah, it's just crazy. There's some it can offend people. Yeah, yeah. they can offend people, and it's uh, the bells are personified at some point. It's really it's really great. It's just one of the wildest films that uh, that and, the CAB hated. And one of those things that I is definitely as very singular no one else Nobody could else. have achieved, could have executed in that particular way. Yeah. I think Kevin, you know, has you know, he's made a lot of films, but I think with Alipato and Balanghiga he speaked in a way that, you know, he was able to refine his form, you know, his style in such a way that, you know, people really get what he's trying to put across. Because that is talagang very inclusive yeah. ang kanyang ginagawa. I mean, exclusive. Ex- yeah. Very <laughs> Pero, insular in a way. So these are would be the most accessible? Think, well, yeah. it's not very accessible, but I think if you're interested in his work, you know. Yeah. yeah. They're the, certainly the most accomplished, <coughs> I'll say that, at the very yeah. least, like production-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Lalo Alipato. Like, Alipato, like, incorporates the work of Roxley. Yeah. Na parang may animation then So, 
uh, he's not really working towards a very conventional narrative, obviously. But, you know, very singular vision, very punk. And, yeah, I think he really peaked mm-hmm. in these two films. Yeah. Oh, next how film. About, how about you? films. Oh, yun din yung entry ko. Yeah, okay. Yun, okay no. <laughs> so, ilan na lang. So Let's skip ahead. Ako na, yeah. Ilan na lang? Ako tatlo na lang. Tatlo na lang. Okay, ikaw. Yeah. Uh, number three, Andamgo ni Eloteria. Same. Yeah, it's on my list. Directed Anton by Sega Sosola. Another so Cinema One film. Uh, yeah, this this girl on an island in in the Visayas near Cebu, Cebu. is uh is being going to be sent off to marry a foreigner uh, in Germany. Yeah, in Germany. Her yeah, and uh, the whole film is just one long take of her walking around the island trying to avoid this fate, trying to decide what she's going to do. Oh wow! Yeah. One one ninety minute take. What year? Twenty ten. Sorry, it it's a one take movie. One yeah. take movie. Wow. Yeah, and it's not like those other one take movies that are like chopped up, chopped like fake or, or or like set in like a very confined space that you no this this yeah, film so goes, around goes around an entire time. island. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's so it's this so it's and Victoria. real time. Real yeah. time. The German film. This and Victoria are the ones who are yeah. like. Really yeah. going out in locations because Russian Arcus was one location. Yeah, yeah, and it was all set up. Yeah, it's mostly exterior. I think it's my best film of the decade. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, wow. that's of the decade. Yeah, that's my. I'm so curious. Order. How many takes did they? I think there was six. There six, were six. Six is yeah, the yeah. yeah. Major day, rehearsals yeah. for sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So, there are big scenes, eh? Diba? Yeah. Parang may festival. There's like pa. a parade. Wow. Uh, uh, so oh, it's, it's, it's not really that simple. And it's also very affecting, no? As yeah, a film, yeah. You can really. It, it, it mean it's not just a gimmick. It really yeah, it, does speak it's to. It's far from a gimmick, no? A very Filipino experience. It's like deciding what you're going to do. Like, do you leave? Like, she, the thing is, she has a boyfriend, and mm. the boyfriend. And boyfriend turns up. Yeah. Like, while they're walking towards the. Yeah. Should we tr- be trying to escape? And then like so many things. It's just a really, really great film. Like, uh, it's a miracle of a film I think another I remember, miracle yeah Yeah. when I first saw it like I don't really know what to expect I don't know the director he just, you know he's from Cebu but then you know where did he, he shoot it on do you know was uh, at that time I think, think it was Christian Denaban who was a cinematographer probably and but what 20, format 2010 yeah, because, because 2010 is like what because the space it was hard I mean no I mean he shot it on I mean, he didn't shoot it on tape anymore, I think. Because that's not possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Wow. And then, did he do anything after? Yes. Yeah. Uh, more films. Soap opera, swap. Swap. Uh, uh, did he do more? And th- But he's mostly worked now, works now as a production designer. He does uh, prosthetics. Interestingly, he also made a short film that's one take called To Show My Love. Yeah, To Show My Love. Remtons was all from Cebu. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, another another good film. So that that was the film that really made me sit up and pay attention to like Cebu as a as a filmmaking scene. That was I think the first real big like splash of a film. That's like holy crap! This didn't come. This came from Cebu. But they have that film school there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, that smile that tells <laughs> yeah. says it all. No, no, they'll they'll, they'll talk to you about Richard that laughing film quietly. They're they're happy that it's there. They're happy that it's there. Yeah. I think it has it has a very vibrant community. Like yeah. I went there for Binisaya, and there's a lot of really young young filmmakers making yeah. their own films, experimental narrative documentary. Yeah, 
it's really yeah it's a great scene and i think two of the foremost cebuano directors that came out during the decade those we've mentioned keith deligero and you know aaron Consuetola. yeah they, they you know i think they're very crucial in the development of design cinema mm-hmm. which had its two golden ages i, I read somewhere no 50s and the 70s yeah. it's also one way of like diversifying Philippine cinema. Because when we talk about Philippine cinema, it's mostly Manila cinema. Manila, yeah. Yeah. Manila filmmakers. And there's something really wrong about that. I'm ready for Star Cinema to produce like a Bisaya film. And also Victor Are they Villanueva, ready? No? And I, I mean, Viva, yeah. there was Viva talk that Viva right? would, yeah. No, Viva did like that small comedy, rom-com. All right. Alright, yeah. fa- parang family comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Si Balbuena ba? Was that the Bianca, no. I don't think so. But so I, will, I guess we go back to you since you both yeah, had that. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm my just copying. <laughs> number two is Apocalypse Child, Mario Corneo. Yeah. Uh, great film. Great film. Just, uh, it, it's almost like, it's just, it's a story of surfers in Belair and uh, tangled relationships and whatever. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just a really good film, just technically. Just underwater photography is wonderful. But like, it really does speak to this strange... Filipino thing where it's like um, where we keep lying to ourselves. It's this, <laughs> it, it has this strange relationship with truth, basically, and it's a it's it's just a really great film with great performances, and uh, it's one one of those films Grand. that you could show to absolutely anyone, and they would like recognize its greatness. Annika was really good there. Yeah, Annika, Sid, Demi, yeah. Anabad Santos, in RK Bagatchi. Yeah. Uh, and Gwen. Uh, Gwen. And Gwen, come on, guys, Gwen. And Gwen, and Gwen. yeah, Gwen. yeah, Gwen's yeah. great. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that was just really. There, there are no holes in that film. It's just. I think it's also the film that I took notice of Lawrence Ang as an editor. No, yeah, it was yeah. superb. He won a edited. special award. I yeah, think, yeah. for editing. Mm-hmm. And I think like you it was know, so exceptional. They they made up an award for him. It's it. You know, we we also need to take note of these technical people that you know. Yeah, yeah. Are, Speaking of, shout out to Corinne, the San Jose. Yes, <laughs> great sound design. Yeah. Imagine all the, the waves and to kind yeah. of like make that yeah. seamless. Yeah. 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 CDSG naman is the sound designer of the decade. Yeah. Yes. 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 Christina D. Albert for her amazing PD. production yeah. design. Will we be able to catch this film on Netflix someday? Q yun eh. Or iFlix. Q cinema yun, so maybe. Yeah, but go to ano, Corinne's. Exhibit on December seven. That's a They'll film it. Uh, they'll they'll preview it. No, no, but uh, we can ask them. <laughs> just a plug for Korean. Yeah. No, I wish people awesome. could. I wish more people saw it. Like, uh, it did actually okay in its in yeah, its it did, run. It had its own run, yeah. Yeah, solar solar released it. I think it's also interesting because, like, for the longest time, Philippine cinema has been boxed about. You know, has been boxed into this idea of poverty movie. You know, which is why, which is why, honestly, that's why I don't really go to the movies because I'm just tired of poverty porn. Yeah, I mean, there's a kind yeah. of audiences like that, and I think this film is a good, you know, yeah, uh, way to introduce them to yeah. a middle class, even upper middle class, philosophical kind of yeah. film that tackles issues of our identity, you know? especially yeah. the story, the apocalypse child, and galing this apocalypse now the film. Mm. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. this weird huh. post-colonial film yeah. that doesn't doesn't really put it out there like it's just there's so much subtext to everything the, how that, the surfing community started yeah, yeah. Right, with the surfboard left there by the crew 
apocalypse now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a history. There's yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah. Mario, yeah. Mario rarely makes movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. That, that's another power <laughs> couple of Philippines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would also posit, uh, posit, ano, Kano as one of, you know, the, the best yeah. films. Yeah. Kano is amazing. Well, Big Time is very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Is Big Time this decade, though? No, 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 no. 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 Yung ano lang niya yung <laughs> first day high. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is own ata ni Mario. Yes, this is own yeah. Written by Jade Castro. Yeah. <laughs> last two. I think last ko na, no? Last ko na. Last, last ko na, ko na rin. Uh, my last is Norte. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. We have the same. Same? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> high five, so, girl, high five. Yeah, high five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, wow. I'm, you know, actually... When they, the stars align. Yeah. Uh, one of the, the the people who listen to the show, uh, his name is Jay. Um, he, he was saying, why is Norte not on? on any of your lists. And, and now, so, so it's number answer. one. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. Lalabas at lalabas din. I think I'm torn between Norte and sa kung, mula sa kung ano ang noon. Yeah, but actually. then again, I think Norte is like a gateway love in the sense that it's a short film. <laughs> it's a four-hour film and it's very accessible. I think I'm a, I have a friend who you know hasn't seen any love films, doesn't like long films and I just asked her to sit in the film and it, she didn't really realize it was very emotional after the film. Also, a very political film. Yeah. It was very clear about love's influences, Russia and Dostoevsky. They about the story about. Could you tell the story? I'm bad at telling plots. Or oh, no. This is a. Uh, yeah, it's it's basically an adaptation <laughs> of Crime and Punishment. Sort of. But yeah, the Sid Lucero plays this guy who. It's really hard to tell. Yeah, hard to tell. To the, what the plot of this film is. But yeah, he's a. He's a, he's a philosopher. Yeah. Uh, type, um, Thinks highly of himself. Yeah. Yeah. But also very brutish. Right? Yeah. yeah. He, he has this very single-minded philosophy about justice, basically. Yeah. And he moves to Manila, and that's where the crime and punishment stuff really happens. And then at some point he killed someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it moves on to something else, and it becomes this weird metaphor for. The story of the Philippines through the Marcos era. It's yeah. What is Anjali Bayani again? In yeah, I remember like he, he's, she's the wife of Archie Alemania who was accused of the crime that Sid Lucero committed. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, she yung napagbintangan kasi mahirap sila. Tapos si Anjali, she yung asawa ni Archie who had to like make a living for the family that Archie Alemania left. So, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's, it's a sprawling. Yeah, it's a yeah. sprawling story. Yeah. I uh, have a. It, well, my experience of it was was really strange because I watched it in Lincoln Center in, in okay. New York. And, uh, as in regular mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then, the <laughs> senior citizens sa taga West Side. Yung mga, Pinoy. Uh, Pinoy. No, ne, all, all, all Americans. Oh my God, I totally see the Dostoevsky parallels uh, <laughs> in this one. So it was really weird yeah. hearing, you know, people, uh-huh. Americans, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about the film. But um, yeah, it, it was... There, there's there's a lot of magic realism also that, that yeah. happens. Ish, in yeah, the, less than his uh, his levitation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. this is an easy love to get into. I think it's the easiest. It's the laugh. most accessible. I would say that like, I I I actually I actually found it really fascinating that his earlier films were so embraced by the West because I thought like these films gained their richness from a knowledge of Filipino history and uh, Filipino social context. I think Norte works without, even if you know, knew nothing about the Philippines, you could watch it and it's like, it's powerful. It's quite a universal story. Yeah. So there's this revenge, love, and all that kind of of themes. 
uh, I think this was this was also the year when Anjali Bayani beat out Nora Honor and Vilma Santos. Oh Korea. no, enraging uh, the Vilmanians so, uh, and Noranians. No nominate para hoyin dalawa yeah. was Anjali who won the Best Actress Prize, which is very well deserved. Yeah. This is also the second Sid in your list. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he's, he's a good actor. Yeah. yeah, actor of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> is this your favorite love? Ah, mm. that's actually a tough question because uh, no? I really like lo- from a critical perspective, I miss the old love. Yeah, because now he's quite going in a different direction, faster cuts, uh, plot wise. <laughs> faster uh, cuts. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's not just seven hours long. Yeah, he doesn't do one hour takes anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So somehow it's quite changed. Also, yeah. maybe he changed the filmmaker, but then again, yeah, yeah. Ako, yun nga, like I kind of miss. Maybe it sounds like I'm, you know. Bullshitting, but I really miss the 10 hour, the 9 no, hour. No, I do. I do miss no, Melancholia. Yeah, now it's all just Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> <laughs> the love way, yeah. four hours. <laughs> is it your favorite love? That, no, again, fan ng Batang West Side. Yeah, sure. Uh, but that's from the last decade. Yeah, but it, yun, ano, limited yung cuts niya kasi film yun. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I don't know. Like, I really love Evolution. Like, I really do. Like, it's, uh, that's one of those mind-blowing, like, mind-opening experiences. You've worked yeah. with love na. Diba? I acted for love in Evolution. I acted for love in mula sa kung ano. Grabe. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, pre-produced, um, ano. If you're uh, somewhere around the set of Love Diaz, he will try to put you in the movie. Doesn't yeah. he have, is he, he's in post-production, right? Um, Yeah, he's, he's working on so. like two different films. The with Paul. Um, the, when the Waves Are Gone, uh, another um Russian, uh, I think it's another Dostoevsky um, inspired yeah mm-hmm. and then he's doing something with with Charo Santos Diba Paul Paul Soriano Diba uh, he wrote something he wrote something Paul. Paul. Yeah. it's oh. opening this week yeah. Mañanita oh uh, there yeah and I think it's it's interesting that you know in the beginning Love started as this really 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 independent working on his own and I think it's it's interesting that now he's trying to be open to working with a lot of people Collaborating. Is it, is it him being open or more people sort of catching up to? Well, maybe him? both. Maybe, no? Yeah. No? Because I remember when I saw Hele, there's a lot of people. Like in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the theater, there's like 40 people. And at the end, you're just 10 people like looking at each other, mm-hmm. surviving the eight hour, nine hour film. Mm-hmm. But I think it's something that changed. There's something that clicked. You know, he, he was able to gather more audiences for it. I think that's something that's also remarkable about the decade that he's no longer just an island of a filmmaker. You know, I mean, he's open to collaborating with you know, the the comeback of Charo mm-hmm. Santos. It's with you know, as yeah. an actress, ba? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Babaeng humay. Babaeng humay. Wow. Which won our, you know, the biggest prize ever given to a Filipino film, won in Venice. Yeah. yeah. The same price given to Joker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have some thoughts yeah. about Joker Thanks, and Roma. Guys. Thank you so much. Um. Well, I last film see. Yeah, that, that's it. No, oh, that's same, it. Yeah. I want to know who their actor. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sid. He yeah. said, "Nah, not yeah. J- well, not well, JLC." You, you guys, my question is: Do you guys have? Uh, you can just like rattle off <sighs> the names, but are there films that you felt so bad about not being able to include? Uh, I never feel bad about anything. Ah! I'm a social, but no, but like, uh, the, the, there, of course, there are films that I really like that I wish I could. There's more room. Again, math. The math doesn't work out. But like, I, I, I didn't get to mention like Huling Chacha and Anita, which I really love. I know Richard doesn't like Elise, but I love Elise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> male, ga- oh those male, male, gays. male gaze. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, I, oh. uh, 
we're very marginalized here. <laughs> yeah, I think given more time, we'd be able to like really yeah, yeah. think about it. No, I'm shocked. My my favorite. What's yours? Filipino film of the decade and I thought it would be turn up in your list because when we watched it uh-huh. we were across the room where, and when the credits came up we stood up went to each other and gave each other high fives uh-huh. which is how to disappear completely oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah. kind of take Raya for granted eh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry Raya sorry Raya yeah, yeah. no I was uh, I, again that was another thing that yeah, I had yeah. considered but yeah. it's like again it's like uh, I, Violator I, I thought would yeah be. Violator some I, Something like Familia Ordinaria as well. Yeah, Familia Ordinaria. I'm, I'm like the biggest Ed Roy fan. I, yeah. Even even Quick Change, I would have liked to put in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have no qualms when people call it Third Golden Age because I feel like... Yeah, you know, it's an embarrassment lived, of riches. Having lived through it, there's a quality and quantity. It's our time to claim that label. Because, you know, we haven't lived through the second yeah. golden age, the first golden age. You know, I mean, it's the older people who are telling these things to us. And I think... Now, you know, we've lived through it. We've, we've seen the films. We can claim it. It's not like we're taking away what mm-hmm. the second golden age or the first golden yeah. age did. And it's heartbreaking that so much of these you really can't find. Mm-hmm. Considering it's yeah. like done in the past. Mm-hmm. No, that, that was my greatest, exactly. my greatest fear here was like, I know I liked more films than like 2025. 20, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's hard to remember when they aren't present. Yeah. Like they aren't even present right. in the conversations of people anymore. That, because that really yeah. is the, sort of the next, I feel, necessary revolution is yeah. cre- creating some kind of yeah, accessibility Platform. to this film. Yeah. Archiving, distribution, which I think Alexis was talking about 10 years ago. But isn't yeah. Star Cinema archiving things slowly? I think one of the best preserving. things that ABS-CBN is doing is the remaster restoration. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they bought the LVN library. They yeah, did, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe not the best restoration in the world. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's, it's a start. Good that, but better than nothing yeah yeah i mean at, at the very least it's it's actually stored in air-conditioned places because i know fpga films they're just rotting in the warehouse Bad. because no one's taking care of mm. the films mm-hmm. although i really like the tradition i think i got this from cork because i used to read his live journal you know year enders it sounds like it's very arbitrary and all but i think we need more of that to sure. remember you know the year that was yeah there should be more uh, writing I think more publication should hire film critics yeah. for example <laughs> well there's no more publications there are no more publications <laughs> that's yeah. true there is however vlogs <laughs> well and podcasts such as yeah. such as, such uh, as Phil on Phil on Film, film. Yeah. No. youtube.com slash Phil on Films yes yeah. and we do have our books we do have yeah. our online critics <laughs> like we have Wango we have sure uh, Augs yeah Augs and Rappler yeah. yeah Click the City and Rappler are yeah, yeah, the two that mm. still really do it. Yeah. Um, out of curiosity, what is your favorite non foreign? What is your favorite foreign film? Like, including of the decade. Of, of the, the decade. decade. Of the decade. Yeah. Hard, huh? mm. Yeah. See, I prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to think so about it. So now you this. regret something, Phil? Yeah. Or of the year na lang so far. So, I'm, I'm actually worried. Okay, like, okay, fine. I'm just kind of worried that like some of these things aren't from the decade. But I, like my favorite film... We kicked you right now. My favorite too. recent film that I can Speak think of na, that's non-Filipino is Guilty of Romance by Sean Sonny. I think that's 2013, something like that. Yeah. Okay. And you? I can't think of the decade, but I can think of, I can think of the year. Uh, favorite film of the year is this Chinese film called So Long, My Son. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then again, it showed here. No, 
Ah, uh, I saw it in, in Korea. Oh, oh. But then again, I always veer towards Parasite. Yeah, I Parasite mean, this year. I think, you know, you can tell a lot about the person based <laughs> on how he responds to that film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's a very likable film, but it's also a very deep, deep. you know, mm-hmm. deep examination of social issues and class issues. Uh, and I don't feel bad liking it even though everyone likes it. You know, there's, it's 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 one of those. Undeniable, films. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a classic. And even though it came out this year, yeah. I can tell it can be. It's my a top new 10. number one film on Letterbox. You guys know <laughs> really? that? Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just beat The Godfather recently. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Armon White wrote a negative review of the film. Like, well, it's that's kind of to be expected, like, yeah. though, right? Yeah, but like, then again, you know. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And I think this is like the time we should actually put up either. A we should put up I just feel really page, bad because no? I want to catch yeah. up on Filipino movies but now I can only do it via Netflix and if these films aren't on a platform that's accessible well, we, by yeah. me yeah. it's hard for a normal person but at least today you also learned of I want yeah. I want TV <laughs> yeah. 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 and then uh, yeah, maybe we should put up a Facebook and page you, so you, we you, can listen yeah. actually surprisingly films. also you can yeah. find uh, a bunch of Pinoy films on Hook there are iFlix Meron. Yeah. You know, iFlex is actually really good with, with local uh, indies. So, uh, How to Disappear Completely. Yeah. Um, a lot of, especially I think when they first started in 2015. Uh, <laughs> because I was there. Me, myself, but, and but I, Quark and I. We literally had to, you know, um, yeah. reach out to the filmmakers themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No one else is doing it. I know because you know, no one else would, right? So, yeah. oh, pala Sunday Beauty Queen. You should mention Sunday Beauty yeah. Queen. It's important. Yeah. A, fi- a documentary that won the MMF. Never. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then, I think it's the most direction for the next decade. Like, if we're looking forward, it's really finding the distribution, yeah. a distribution model that benefits everyone, that doesn't take advantage of filmmakers. Especially, undeniable na talaga yung Netflix na model. Like, yung, this whole, like, people would rather, you know, be in their house. You know, and without cable. Oh. Pero yun nga eh, ako very traditional and analog pa rin ako na I still value watching films at the cinema. Yeah. Like, mm. you know, it's still important. I think as a teacher now, I, I'm quite, you know, saddened by the fact that many of the younger people don't have this larger-than-life experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, I tell them about seeing Lord of the Rings. Oh, Jurassic know? Park, so when para, the whole cinema was cheering. And it's and weird saw. because they can't relate to what I'm saying because yeah. they don't really have this, mm-hmm. you know, experience of seeing great movies at the cinema. Speaking of cinema, and it's December, any favorites coming into the MMFF? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to go, guys, because yeah. uh, <laughs> we have a press con for Sonod, by the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think it's a MMFF. good way to end. Yeah. It's a good way to end. It's a good way to end. Yes. Let's leave it a question mark. Yeah. Yeah, leave it for a future episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Phil. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Yeah. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks. Thank you. Where can Thank we find you. you guys on Twitter? Yeah, Philbert D on Twitter. Find me on YouTube, Phil on Films. Fighting fandoms. Yeah. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Richard Bolisay. Yeah. And I please pre- pressure me to write my second book. So I want to release my second book next year. So, uh, you know. so they can get your book ah, at, at Cinema Centenario. Uh, everythingsfineph.com at yes. Cinema Centenario as well. Or you can tweet me anytime. And Slide into his DMs. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Next episode, I hope we get to talk about the Irishman. Yes, and the albums of the decade. And albums oh of the decade. Yeah. Top so. of mind, Quark. I know. I, I already. <laughs> I, I, make a, I make a list every year, so I know. Uh, I've known yeah. since 2013. <laughs> What's Whoa. the album of the year? 
Next yeah. week na yan. Next week. Uh, you have to tune in. Yeah. Sige. And how do we? How do we? Yeah, I, I, well, uh, how do you listen? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. On, on Spotify. Yeah, ah. on any podcasting. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you, everyone. Bye.